The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. B-Movies and eBooks. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And it is episode 119. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, we just realized that we're coming up quickly on five years at this podcast, and we did not we know that. <laughs> and, and we have nothing to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, hey, we've gone negative. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> we've each lost a little bit of our souls yeah yeah well i mean i don't know what we expected to gain out of the podcast friends we've gained friends right yeah friends yeah, a mutual disdain for each other yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so on today's episode we're covering mr saki by tim miller and the man who killed hitler and then the bigfoot or and yeah. also the bigfoot and then the bigfoot is it Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because if you say, and then also the Bigfoot, it kind of implies Bigfoot and Hitler were hanging out. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it. I don't know, like he killed Hitler and then turned and was like, your turn, Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I have quite a bit to say about that film. But. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it right now. <laughs> no. No. Uh, what's new with you since last episode? Oh my God! There's been so much. <laughs> yeah. Please oh, no, elaborate. I mean, it's, it's, uh, no, I mean, it, I'm not going to. <laughs> no, it's none of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's been what, like three weeks? Yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah. Well, there's been a lot in, for me too. Like what? I watched the new critters. <laughs> oh, how's that? It, it, you haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't. Uh, it's uh, I like it. I think it's awesome. I'm happy they took the route they t- they did, but it's definitely going to make a lot of like critters, purists, wherever they exist, is going to make them mad because it definitely comes across like a fan film, uh-huh. and it is not serious at all. It's hilarious in mm-hmm. pieces. It even gets kind of spoofy, like. One of the critters kills uh, or gets killed and and does the little vanishing like Thanos like that. It kind of gets into <laughs> that. <laughs> like he gets zapped and instead of exploding like the others, he he vanishes while another one's like no. <laughs> so that's kind of odd. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't even try to. They also do like a a Matrix bullet time thing with the critter. You know uh-huh. that's been spoofed a million times. They yeah. do that as well. But what's that great about timely. it. <laughs> what's great about it is it starts off much more serious than it. There's a big turn that you could guess on the first few episodes, but there's a big turn around episode six. Uh, and <laughs> it's only it's 10 episodes, I think. But um, but yeah, the whole thing's like it, it's like an hour and a half, 
two hours, like all 10 episodes. So it's, the whole thing. Yeah. They're like 10 minute and eight to 10 minute episodes and it's 10 episodes. Huh? So, I mean, I, well, I mean, I guess in, whenever in, you're, you're writing like a, a show or whatever for a streaming service, there's nothing that says you have to stick with like the 22 minute or 44 minute. Yeah, uh, well, Dang. I was reading about it. It was originally developed for that like T ninety Go service or whatever, the Verizon one. That's oh, free yeah, with yeah. their phones. It was developed for what that. What happened to that? I don't know. Either Did it that... ever actually even happen? Yeah, it happened. Um, there was huh. something we wanted to cover that was only available on that. Yeah, that's probably why we didn't ever cover it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It either folded or or this got dropped out of it, but and Shutter picked it up, but. I don't know. I mean, I I would say uh, who who would drop a critters TV <laughs> show, Craig? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, you know, it stars uh, Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> and Tom Lennon from Reno Nine One One. I I, I wish but, like Gilbert Gottfried would have just been like the voice of for the all of the critters. <laughs> no. Uh, I, when I say stars, I mean Tom Lennon's in two scenes and uh-huh. Gilbert Godfrey's in maybe three or four of them. But okay. yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was funny. Will I say it's good? No, but if you enjoy like Jack Frost and shit like that, you will like it. Oh, yeah, I'm probably going to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, I did get around to watching Bumblebee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You text me. You're like, Bumblebee's amazing. Yeah, it is in the first five minutes the best Transformers live action movie ever made. <laughs> what what happens in that first five minutes? Spoilers to well, everyone who hadn't seen Bumblebee. Well, here's the thing: it's like one of the problems with the Michael Bay ones was they were so frantic, right? And the Transformers themselves were so highly detailed yeah. that sometimes you just couldn't even tell what was going on. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just a mass of body parts, and and like some of them, like Ironhide and stuff, was just like one solid color, the the whole thing, and so it's like you couldn't tell what was happening. Uh huh. Um, but this one, it's like they made live action versions of what the old school cartoon looked like. Hmm. Like they they were much more simplified in their designs. Uh huh. And so you could read what was happening easier. I didn't know Michael Bay didn't do this one. No, he didn't. Huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, he might have been like producer or something on it. But he didn't direct it. But he didn't direct. And like, it was it was actually really good. Really? Like, to be honest with you. Yeah. It was almost like E.T. I mean, yeah, a giant you... robot instead I'm... of... E.T. See, I wasn't too keen on the Transformers. Like, I only saw one and a half of them. I saw half of part two. (laughs) I was never keen on them, but... uh, but, I'm a glutton for punishment and have watched all of them probably more than once. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I don't feel like they should be any sort of guilty pleasure. Like, people treat them like they're shit, but they're like, really? Like, special effects are are great. The first one is legit good. Like the the live action ones, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, like I like that one, and then they just got steadily worse. Oh, really? Yeah, but, but I uh, I don't know. I I don't 
still Age of Extinction was maybe a little bit. I didn't even know that was one of them. (laughs) Yeah. There was. How many was Mark Wahlberg in? Two. And Shia LaBeouf was in three? Three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I never got into him, but it sounds like Bumblebee might be a good starting place for my daughter. Yeah. I bet. I bet she would like it. She's like, honestly, it's got, um, you know, like a female protagonist, right? Um, who is like an 80s punk rock chick, but also a, a grease head. Yeah. It's kind of weird of a thing, but she's always wearing like, like, I think she wears a motors, a motorhead t-shirt and like, uh, something else <laughs> like, but, but it's like, she's got a spiked jacket and crap, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> But it's it's legit good, huh? Well, I will have to uh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Other than that, um, God, what was it? Oh, I started watching Dead Wax on Shutter, but I'm not very far into it. Looks kind of cool. About it's a premise that's been done before. Record you listen to it kills you. More along the lines of like cigarette burns than like trick or treat or one of those. You know, play the mm-hmm. record backwards type <laughs> things. But this is more like cigarette burns. You know, you listen to it and you die. Or like Oculus, where you're like in the room with yeah. it and you're going to die. Yeah. Uh, but what I've, I've only seen an episode and a half. And they're short, min- they're short episodes, like 20 minutes or something, 15 mm-hmm. minutes. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I, so far I'm kind of intrigued. It's also on Shudder. And I rewatched Chud as part of the... Uh, Joe Bob, Joe Briggs. Bob Briggs, yeah, his first episode back. I guess you could call it his first episode back because the other ones have been marathons, and this is just a double feature. Yeah, uh, but uh, very happy. You know, I didn't have cable during that, so all the Joe Bob Briggs stuff that I've seen is like just via YouTube and and other stream. Like, oh yeah, you didn't have like USA back then. No, I didn't. I got it right toward the end of it, like my senior year in high school. Well, it was what oh one, and I saw a few of it. at that point. It was what Monster Vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a few episodes, but like that was toward the end of his run. It wasn't like a huge part of my childhood, but I I have like gone on on YouTube a bunch since then and, and watched whenever I see them posted on these like horror groups and shit. And yeah. so uh, anyway, no, I really really enjoy. Uh, I'm happy it's back. I definitely will start doing that weekly. But yeah, Chud sucks. (laughs) 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 Not good. And then I fell asleep halfway into Castle Freak. Uh, But yeah. Yeah, I don't remember Chud being that good. I haven't seen it in years. But I mean, yeah. Well, I remember buying it when I lived in Texas city for five bucks at Walmart, like in their $5 bin one, one night, like after I watched a movie and just was hanging out at Walmart because. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you were a loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I bought it and, uh, I watched it that night and was like, this sucks. And so since then it's just sat there. Now I also have Bud the Chud and I will not watch Chud to Bud the Chud because that is a terrible movie. Let's do it next episode. I'll do it. <laughs> oh man yeah so so do you, do you like we've been we've been gone for like a while oh right? yeah you won an award since we were gone eh Dude, i mean talk about your well, award uh i mean like it was for the from the iowa motion pictures association 
um, for one of the short films I did last year, uh, Serial. Um, but I don't know if I actually won it. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, like, it, th- <laughs> there's one of those things where it's like you get an award for being a nominee, but then there's also like Another. an award if you win. Well, you won the you one know? that you got. <laughs> yeah, I won the one that I got already, but I don't know if I won the full scale award. Uh, I so. feel like you did. <laughs> I mean, we're all winners here <laughs> all in, right. in this room that I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's important to note that we do not record in the same room. <laughs> Well, uh, no. What I was what I was gonna say is there's been lots of news going on. Has there in, important news? Really? Yes. Right, like drop. the fact that William Sadler is gonna be in the next Bill and Ted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm excited about that. I William, was. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pumped. I like William Sadler. I like Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I mean, like, as far as, like, people, let's say, like, supporting actors. Yeah. Right? Because William Sadler doesn't really have too many, like, starring roles. Demon Knight. But even then, it's... Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as far as, like, guys who have, like, supporting actor roles all the time, William Sadler's up in my top. He's a good like, actor. And he was great in Deep Space Nine. Yeah. 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 Um <clears throat> well. Cool. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Other other casting news. Do you see who's gonna play uh Chucky in the reboot? No. Mark Hamill, not Brad Dourif. Well, I knew it wasn't Brad Dourif because he's signed on as the T V show. Is it a TV show? Well, I know yeah. that he's in the the originals camp, and this is a reboot. And you know, Chucky's a yeah. robot this time and stuff. And so, anyway, yeah, no, I mean, it it makes sense. It's a little sad, you know, because it's like he's been that character for so long, right? But he still will be like the next movie that comes yeah, I out. know, I know, I know. They're they're doing. Uh, I thought it was a TV show. I, it probably is. I don't know. And then, and so it's going to be basically two different universes. But yeah, Mark Hamill. I think he'll probably kill it though. Yeah, his yeah. voice acting work is good. Huh? He's freaking Joker. There's another Annabelle movie coming out. I. It wouldn't surprise me. It's called Annabelle Comes Home. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a freaking like Homeward Bound. <laughs> type movie dude i'm so pumped about freaking nosferatu like yeah i can't wait that's like prime okay so it comes out june 2nd but that's like a prime thing for an extended you know not not very um stuck to the original material like you know what i'm saying like they can expand upon that universe like yeah. king did with under the dome <laughs> Because um, it, it it's like it's one book, right? Yeah, it's one. It's a long book, but yeah, yeah. I know it's huge. It's like freaking Bible. <laughs> it's what it's like. Yeah, yeah it's a um, big book, but but, but you I mean, know, I read, still, it, I, I read it uh, in three days. Yeah, like it is, was right when we moved in this house. I, I read is it, it like one of those Robert Pattinson books where like the print's huge? No, <laughs> no, it just will immerse you. Like you get yeah. into it. Uh, 
but uh, but yeah, it's it's a great book. Um, yeah, but what I'm saying is like it's just one book. There's not like in a whole extended universe, you know. No, um, but the characters lend themselves to it, especially yeah. if you know season one is what happens in the book. Season two might be same shit happening to someone else because he's like a mythical mm-hmm. vampire. And yeah, um, spoiler. If he dies, if, so it's not too much of a spoiler, if he dies at the end of book one, you know, he, he can do some vampire shit and come back together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and he's not really even a vampire. It's, it's just he steals energy off children and turns them evil. It yeah. gives him life. It turns them evil. It's not, uh, he doesn't bite win, their win. necks. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like bite their necks or anything like that, but I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Zachary Quinto. Yeah, I I remember laughing whenever they said that he was going to be on American Horror Story. Like that guy couldn't be scary. And then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, he's just a creepy dude. <laughs> uh, did you did you not watch Heroes? No, very first season. Well, actually, the first couple of seasons of Heroes, he was the bad guy. He was like the main villain, and he was actually pretty creepy in it. Did you did did you cry? No, he would uh, rip people's heads open and eat their brains. So did you cry? Yes, every time. (laughs) Okay. I was just like, why wouldn't they just give him their brains? (laughs) Wait, so James Gunn's doing Suicide Squad now? Yeah. He's doing Suicide Squad. He's doing Suicide Squad, and they're postponing Guardians 3 to let him do Suicide Squad. Wow. And the Suicide Squad that he's doing, um, he said, is going to be like a complete reboot. Because the DC Universe... Imploded. TV show... Yeah, the the movies are just... Yeah, they fell apart. Huh. The TV shows, though, are good. Doom Patrol is amazing. I've heard nothing but good stuff about that. And like Titans, I heard, was good. Yeah, Titans is good. Titans got a little bit of flack because they went like gritty with it yeah but it it was fine i mean it was good um doom patrol is better because it's like batshit crazy huh well cool um yeah uh did you see the extended trailer for scary stories to tell in the dark I have not. Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. It's also, though, it kind of looks like a... I can't tell what the rating's going to be on this. It would not surprise me if they made a rated R <laughs> version of it and just trying to appeal to the nostalgia from our generation. I could see that. Um, but it looks it's dark. E- it's it's going to be... It could be a cash... Well, not a cash grab, because that implies like they're doing it just purely for money. But I could see it going either way and being successful. Like, going... You know, to a to a lighter rating to catch more like tweens and that that time, you know, like when we would have actually watched it whenever we were younger and then or going like hard R with it to get us. Yeah. To be honest, though, I'll probably watch it either way. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it if it was rated G. Matter of fact, I think I'd be more interested if it was rated G because how do you do a rated G horror movie? I don't know. Yeah, all the Paranorman, Monster House, all that was PG, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't think you could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Planet yeah. of the Apes was G, but that was because it was a different time back then. Yeah. 
Yeah, back then, yeah. <laughs> you could cuss in G movies. Yeah. You and also, you like scar children for life with talking apes and blowing up the planet. All right. We will Spoiler alert. <laughs> we will be right back. You got anything else? Or no? Uh, Supernatural's ending. Aw, oh, man, already? <laughs> I know. It's only been 15 seasons. I think I'll get into it this year. I, you know, I watched <laughs> I watched half of the first one, or the first season. Watched probably four or five episodes, so probably nowhere near half. You know, quarter of it or something. I really yeah, liked it. That, that was back whenever it was like twenty episodes a season. What are they now? I mean, no, I mean it's still roughly that, but like you know, TV back then was your average season was twenty four episodes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. I think you'd really probably like it up until the end of season five, and then you'd probably lose interest, and yeah. then you might get it back towards like season ten. Well, let's let's <laughs> be serious. If I lose interest, I will never find out. You, oh I, no, no, you won't. <laughs> if I, yeah, because hell, I hadn't even finished Reaper. I lost interest somewhere in season two, and I think there was only two seasons. Yeah, there was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh yeah. Um, before we go, let's talk about, a little bit about that uh, indie lit invasion we went to earlier. Oh uh, yeah, week. yeah. That was, that was a, a fun time. Went to a, a bar up in the Heights and listened to a couple of authors. Yeah, it was right? uh, in the order they appeared. It was Robert Dean. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in order of appearance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Robert Dean, uh, Kelby Losack. You got those backwards. No, Robert Dean started it, didn't he? Mm-mm. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Because well. I was standing up at the front during Kelby's stuff. Oh, okay. Whenever you were in the back. <laughs> what, not paying attention? <laughs> Obviously. Because <laughs> I was in the front, so I saw it. In the right order. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, uh, Robert Dean, Kelby Losack, Patrick C. Harrison III, and John Wayne Kaminali. And it was a good time. It, it was, um, you know, there was probably 20 people eh. plus them. Probably. Maybe a few more. But it was the first one that they'd done. Um, and... I uh, it, was a, it was a small place too. Yeah, no, it didn't feel like empty or anything. But uh, no. but it being the first time that they'd done this, um, I really really hope that they continue. You know, um, yeah, because it's very convenient for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very. No, far but from it was it was it was neat. You know, it's like it felt it felt kind of punk rock in a way. You know, it's like it was. You know, small venue, you know, uh, you're right there. They were, you know, in, in your, I don't want to say in your face because that doesn't sound right. But, you, you know, it's like reading horror, reading weird things about killer dildos, talking about um, eating, horse know, meat. A, <laughs> eating, eating horse meat, living in a crack house, yeah. you know, like, like. It, it felt real. 
it felt real punk rock to me. Yeah, it was, I liked it. It was really cool. I I got there. I was gonna go uh, to a record store that apparently no longer exists. Yep. <laughs> Kill some time before it started, and since it doesn't exist, I ended up getting there early, which was cool because um you know uh I got to hang out with Patrick and Jared Barbie was also there. I got to hang out with uh you know Patrick and Jared and. I met immediately met uh, Robert Dean and Kelby Losack, who, you know, there wasn't uh, there wasn't much room like in terms of, you know, there was just a bunch of booths. Mm-hmm. And so Patrick and his wife and Jared and his wife were in a booth and I'm not going to be like squeeze in, <laughs> you know, but they're like the only two people I knew. I had met uh, uh, John Wayne before and he was super cool, but he was also like running people back and forth and setting the stuff up. I wasn't. Yeah, he was know, running kind of in charge of the whole situation. Yeah. And so uh, I met, uh, you know, Robert Dean and Kelby Losack were just super outgoing and like, hey, you want to come sit over here? And shit, it, they were just cool. Like, really, really cool. Uh, I had a great time. And um, I assumed that, like, because I didn't, the only thing I knew about Kelby Losack is that he had written something called Heathenish. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. look into what it was, but I assumed it was horror until we started talking. Dude, he did that, and what was the other one? The way we came in, the way we Ye- came, yeah. Uh, Some, uh, I got it around here, but <laughs> well, all I was gonna say is I started reading that. Uh, what was it? The way we came in, uh, the way we came through, right? Came through, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, we've got fetuses. No, no, front. the way we came in. <laughs> oh wow, uh, um, you but, got it. We nailed that one. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So anyway, yeah, he, I bought, I ended up buying both of his books. Um, I tried to get something by every author, but Robert Dean didn't have anything for sale, but I bought both of those books. Uh, and man, you talk about something. I'm not even through with it yet, but I read 40, 40, 50 pages. It's only like 80. 40, 50 pages all at once, and you talk about something that's way different than what I thought it would be. It's very, very hard-hitting, and it's like a... He he was telling me he considers it, what was it, hood rat fiction or something like that? (laughs) Um, But, man, we should cover one of the... We should cover... You got the way we came in, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, we should cover it on the podcast. We should, because we told him we would. Oh yeah, yeah. But we told them that we would talk to, like, have episodes with them. Yeah, yeah. And more likely, one big episode with them. We'll see how that works. <laughs> yeah, it sounded great. That's something that sounded great when I was two beers in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now it's like, oh man, the logistics. <laughs> I don't even have five mics. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, man. But yeah, it was a great time. Uh, great yeah. time. Great readings. I was happy. Got yeah, to hang yeah, out with you. I hope they do it again too. Yeah, uh, especially you know another place that's close to where I live again. Yeah, <laughs> if they could just do it like in my laundromat <laughs> on um, my apartment stuff, or I don't know what do you consider yeah. yours apartments duplexes? It's an apartment. Is it? Yeah, they're just they're refurbished condominiums. They're, they're like they used to be condos. Okay, and they split them up into apartments. Huh. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know like, why that was important. Yeah. All Does right. everybody want my address too? 
All right. We'll the be gate code. right back after this. We're back. And we're... <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> and we're back with Mr. Saki from Tim Miller. Okay, so here's the synopsis. Official synopsis. Uh-huh. Little Dusty was so excited the day he found the large sock monkey for sale in the thrift store. When he got Mr. Saki home, there was much more to the toy than anyone suspected. Unfortunately for Dusty, Mr. Saki ordered him to do some horrible things. Well, in <laughs> I said well, well into adulthood, <laughs> Dusty finds himself under Mr. Saki's spell. Can the toy really talk or is it all in his head? If it is real, what is Mr. Saki's agenda? Find out in this tale where Ted meets Chucky in the form of Mr. Saki. Ted meets Chucky, I guess. That's that's, that's in the synopsis. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I got you. I just I've never seen Ted. What? Yeah. It's okay. I never yeah, watched. That's the what I hear. <laughs> what? What are you talking? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so full disclosure about this one. You want to tell what happened or no? Should we, uh, I, only... I read the wrong book last time. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> last episode we covered Mr. Sucky. Yeah. Brian read Mr. Sucky. <laughs> the only reason I'm even saying any of this is because um, I did not read Mr. Sucky this go around, but I've read it in the past. In fact, when we had Tim Miller on, Back in 2016, I had re- recently uh, read Mr. Saki. Um, Man, we're, we went full disclosure. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> well, no, I, I'm just going to say that it's not something that I read uh, recently. So it's not something that I can really give super specifics. But I do think that uh, there's some validity in looking at, at a lasting impression review. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, let's do that. Cover our asses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, um, right. what's another book you read two years ago? We'll, <laughs> we'll do that one next time. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, no, I, I, there is, I. That is a good point. There's a valid point there. Yeah. Um, but also the other, the other side of this is we're not going to spoil it. Not really. Anyway, we we generally don't spoil books that hardcore i only wanted to spoil it (laughs) (laughs) so okay well what what do you remember what's your lasting impression brian what um okay so i just pulled up my review of it remember how just a second ago i was like something meets ted like really Uh, right he didn't take that from yours did he maybe uh, here's my thing from november 27 2015 so i had read it a year before that 2016 thing overall i rather enjoyed this book i thought it was a twisted mashup of child's play meets ted like the second <laughs> line and even though uh, yeah i mean I, <laughs> just because just a second ago you're like eh, i know that's eh, what i'm like maybe uh, ted you're reaching anyway <laughs> <laughs> Only an idiot would think that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, so that's odd. 
I'm not sure that he took that from that. It it may have had that. He probably didn't. No, but (laughs) anyway, but I just thought it was funny. You're probably not the first genius to come up with that. (laughs) First genius to compare a killer doll with child's play. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, No, okay. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you. So, what 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 were your lasting impressions here? Um, I mean, last uh, I can tell you, my immediate impressions were basically that I was <laughs> I, I I was a dick in this review, and this is a good range review. <laughs> I was a dick. Um, I, I I gave it a positive review uh, immediately, like a four out of five, and that's honestly, yeah, I know that we don't normally spoil it this early, but that's where I would land is a four out of five. I really liked it. However. Apparently, uh, there at least at that point, there was spelling and grammatical mistakes that I, enough that I, I made a comment on it on here. And I don't believe I've ever done that in a review before. I have. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Well, I mean, like when was, it's an I, I don't care if it's once or twice, uh-huh. you know, but when it's enough that like you start to notice it. Yeah. And, and that's like, what I said. And it, you and you notice it more than you are paying attention to the book yeah that that's not a good sign yeah no i got you i I, uh hold on i'm having some technical problems and my mouse is going out (laughs) um no i and that's what i said in here i said i really dug the story and i'm sucker for novellas but if this is any indication of his writing style then i hope he decides to hire an editor very soon (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm normally not someone to gripe about spelling and grammatical mistakes, but the story was littered with so many of them that it detracted from the story. So I guess at the time, now I will say lasting impression. I don't remember there being like a bunch and maybe he's updated it or maybe I was just being a tool. <laughs> at it's this probably time, the tool. Now I can contextualize some of this. At this time, my daughter was a month old and I was not getting sleep. <laughs> November 27, 2015. She was very young, and I yeah. had no sleep for the first two or three months. Um, so maybe that's part of it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but, okay, so let's get back to what you actually asked me. What were my long-term thoughts on it? I thought, yeah. okay, I remember there being, uh, some of the kills were very, very explicit and almost out of left field in the beginning because it didn't seem to have that tone. You know, it's a kid with a with an evil doll, and I was expecting more of just like a generic slasher, but if I'm remembering right, there was like like very graphic rape shit and, and all sorts of uh, stuff. I remember the kills being like way more explicit than I was expecting. Yeah, they do kind of like they kind of hit you a little bit harder than you're you're thinking they are going to. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but. Uh, obviously the main takeaway is something that we can't really get into in this because it, it involves some of the ending, but yeah, the, the, the last third <clears throat> or so of the book goes to a weird place that I think made the rest of the book better. Yes. So much better than just a generic killer doll. Uh, we've, we've seen that story, you know, um, like but, in, 
Ted or Child's Play. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, by the end of this episode, um, we're just referring to Ted as a killer doll. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's it really goes somewhere very innovative with it. And actually, uh, he did something maybe similar, sort of. Maybe just the subversion of expectations in, uh, what was that one we read? The Curse of the Gut Ripper? Yeah. He did something not... Which also sounds like it would be super generic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it it was very innovative. And I think, uh, apparently my immediate takeaway is similar to my long-term takeaway. Uh, in, in that he's an author that I think of more less as like elegant prose or something like that but he's like a story t- a storyteller you know oh, so now his spelling errors are fine <laughs> <laughs> no but what i'm saying is like <laughs> no i i get it it's like it's like he's the ernest hemingway of horror well even that i i don't even know like even there's just different camps there's some people that will will sit and want to make sure that a sentence flows and they'll sit and like let's figure out the right flow of words like a puzzle then there's other people like he went over there and blah 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 and just like like just kind of goes past that to tell the story i think of him uh, everything i've read which i've only read this uh his country club i think he did country club I did. I read that, and then I read Curse of the Gut Ripper. So I haven't read much of his, but what I have read, it was very, you know, it was. It's all been much more story oriented, and I, yeah, I think that's cool as long as you're very innovative with the stories, which so far he has been, you know, so far mm-hmm. of what I've read. Um, go ahead. Yeah, this this one I was gonna say like, kind of throws you for a loop twice. You know, like we said, it's like you're kind of expecting a certain thing mm-hmm. because it's a it's a kid with his sock doll, you know, sock monkey doll and then it gets real hardcore <laughs> right and then the end gets insane. Yeah, there's two big turns toward the end if I remember right. Uh, one where something happens that you're not expecting, <laughs> and then the what? other where another thing happens you're not expecting. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I just remember the the two turns and being like, "Whoa, whoa, that's odd." Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Maybe long term reviews aren't really the best. So let's go into what you liked about it versus what you didn't like. Into- um. <clears throat> well, I let's see what I liked versus what I didn't like, or just both what you liked I mean, and what you didn't like. I uh, you're putting me on the spot here. Okay, what, <laughs> what did you like about it? Um, I mean, I especially like I said, I especially like the end, which unfortunately I can't really talk about, but it just puts everything else in. Um, such a different perspective, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so it's like it, it 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 makes things seem so much different. But I guess if you wanted to, you could say that it's also really out of left field and could have been served a little bit more with like some foreshadowing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it it comes out of nowhere 
and it's a great twist, but it comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And it's almost like he was like, oh, I need an ending for this. What do I do? Let's do something crazy. <laughs> yeah, let's do something crazy. But on the other side of that, you know, if he would have foreshadowed it too much, then it, it would be like, just, here's the twist we all saw coming. Yeah, here's the twist we all saw coming. You know, oh, they were living in, you know, a forest in a in a nature preserve all this whole time. <laughs> yeah. You know, they look and up and like, the Statue of Liberty's there and it was Earth the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it's kind of a, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But I mean, that would probably be my only like major criticism. But I mean, because I don't know, I don't remember very many spelling errors. Well, he probably (laughs) has cleaned it up. Keep in mind, it was released in August and I read it in November. Yeah. But I'm just joking. <clears throat> no, I mean that that was an assholey thing of me to even put on there. It just took me by surprise that a there was that much because generally, you know, I'm not saying that I can't be an ass, um, <laughs> but but generally I'm not like rude like that. But who knows? Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm Mr. Rude and I'm just not self aware. <laughs> Mr. Rude <laughs> wasn't Mr. Dress Up. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dress Up. <laughs> Yeah, the other day I always go into dressed up these today. <laughs> yeah, I always go. All right, so what happened there? I always go into Walmart right after work, and I have a, a desk job, a corporate desk job where you have to dress up, you know. And and so I went into Walmart the other day on a Sunday wearing just like shitty clothes, like what I normally wear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was like normal uh, shitty clothes. Yeah, it was like uh gym shorts and a and a old shirt, you know. And so this lady who I swear to you, I don't know that I've ever seen her before, just under her breath goes, "Mr. Dress Up ain't dressed up today." And I go, "What?" And she she goes She goes, "Yeah, you always come in here, you're all dressed up, but not today." I said, y'all call me Mr. Dress Up? And she started laughing. She said, maybe. I, I really hope, like, it's more than just her. <laughs> I hope it's not. I, really... like, I, hope, I hope there's, like, a group of of employees that talk about you behind your back. <laughs> Dude, I'm there literally, like, every day. Like, because it's right at, the why. End, right at the end of my street. And I'm one of these people that does not like to, uh, like, I buy... Uh, groceries when I'm hungry for whatever. I'm not like, let's stock the fridge, you know, <laughs> which makes it sound like <laughs> it makes it sound like what flavor of ramen I'm hungry for that day, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah. So anyway, long story short, Mr. Dress up, dude, one day you should go in there and with like top hat and tails. <laughs> I don't want to buy just, a top hat and tails. Just, just to- rent one, please. And then, <laughs> And then just go in there and get the same exact thing that you normally do. Like nothing different, you know, maybe twirling a cane. <laughs> a monocle. <laughs> you should. Mr. Dress Up is extra dressed up today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So back to the story. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of like kind of like brutal, like visceral 
sort of kills to it. Uh-huh. Right? Um, that, that at first take you by surprise. Because at first it's like, he's like a seven-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, one of the first brutal kills is him as a seven-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Like, I thought it was good. Like, you know, there there are a lot of times where you really aren't sure if it is in his head or not. Mm-hmm. You know, which is nice. Um, it it doesn't really come out whether it's real or not until around like the the big twist at the end. And so I don't want to say any more about that. Yeah, but you know, a lot of them, uh, even when they advertise. You're like, oh well, we don't know if it's in his head or not. We'll just, just it'll it'll be clear, you know, in the, in the first like couple of pages. Yeah. But you know, this one kept that going. Um, it was, I don't know. I think it was. I think it was really well done. Like honestly. Yeah, I I thought it was great. Um, so out of five, what would you give it? I I'd go solid four. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think, honestly, over time, I have appreciated it even more than the initial read. And a lot of that was probably my mood, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um, because, you know, on Goodreads and on Amazon, I'm much nicer. Uh, like, I don't give one stars. If I don't like something, I don't I don't rate it. If I don't give two stars. If I don't like something, I don't rate it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, generally... Whereas on here, we're a lot harder on our ratings than we are on Amazon because I don't want to mess with somebody's like income or something. Yeah. You know, because so, <clears throat> enough bad reviews that'll push them down where nobody will read it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of crappy thing to do. Yeah. So anyway, so reading that it was a, that I put a four on here it means I probably wasn't like over the moon with it at the time. But my uh-huh. long term, like long term, I think back about that book and really like it. Honestly, every time I th- see a sock monkey since then, I think about that book, which isn't like that often. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Every time I see Jaws daughter. the Shark, I think of the movie Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, his name was what was his name? Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. All right. Named after Spielberg's lawyer. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so uh, I would say four out of five. It was very inventive. Uh, like I said, uh, my takeaway is that he's a good story, a very good storyteller. Um, that that last third sold it for me. Yeah, if if they didn't have the turn, I still would have liked it, but yeah. I wouldn't have been like, oh, it, this is it, really really cool, you know? Yeah, it would have been a still it still would have been a solid book, but it wouldn't have been as good as it was. Well, I think also the fact that they did get so explicit with it early on, I was like, really? Is this just like, cause it's not marketed as extreme horror or spider punk or any of that. I don't kind know. Of stuff. It says it on the Kindle thing. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, after your review, <laughs> getting your, your pearls all clutched, they had to yeah, update it. It says warning in extreme horror story, not intended for sensitive audiences. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> all right. So um I I'd say four out of five. Great. Yeah. Great story. All right. Yeah, definitely check it out. We will be back with our review of the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Crap. 
All right, we are back. We are talking the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Yeah. Directed <sighs> by Robert D. Krasowski. Yeah. Yeah. What you said. Um, this is his first feature length film direction. Really? And writing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's. Uh, uh, oh, oh, here, I'll read the official synopsis off of IMDb. <laughs> Ready? Uh huh. A legendary American war veteran is recruited to hunt a mythical creature. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, there's not a lot to this story, and it's much more like a character ta- character it, drama. Yeah, it's a it's a Sam Elliott being brooding. You know what it reminded <laughs> me uh, of? A less, like, horror version of, like, he never died. Yeah, that movie was so good. Yeah, that was a cool movie. But you know how it was like so focused on him versus story. You know, this is like the man killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Let's talk about that. And then that's all an afterthought. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's here's this reason why this character is so awesome. But let's watch him like stare into an empty box and stuff for an hour. Yeah. And I (laughs) love I. I, I uh, love uh, Sam Elliott. Did we say Sam yeah. Neill earlier? What? <laughs> Did we say Sam Neill earlier? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, good. I love Sam Elliott. He's, he's Sam a, Neill is the Antichrist. I know. I know. He's hunting dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like the Antichrist hunting dinosaurs? Let's write it. <laughs> <laughs> The man who hunted dinosaurs and also so killed the Antichrist. The Antichrist. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. Um, no, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, I, I love him. And the fact that this, it, you know, the trailer looked like a moody film, but it, I was hoping that it would be moody leading into it, like into all that shit. And it does lead in quite a bit more into him, his quest to kill Bigfoot. Than it does Hitler, I guess. Well, uh, not I don't really. know. His quest to kill Bigfoot. Okay, so this hour, it's like an hour and 40, long, 40 minutes long, right? I'd say 15 minutes of it are him killing Bigfoot. And then like 10, ten minutes are him killing Hitler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And the rest and, is and, just him just the, being like, I'm standing here looking in a glass. <laughs> but But he's like upset about like. Lost love and stuff like that. Yeah, it's literally a love story. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of is. (laughs) I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, I actually really appreciated how straight-faced and serious this movie took itself on such a ridiculous premise. Okay, there was a point when I lost my shit laughing. Because I watched this at 3 in the morning last night. I turned it on Uh at midnight and then just passed out. And then woke up at three and was like, oh, man, I need to watch a movie. This is this movie is way too slow to start at like 12. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially I'd gotten a growler of that uh, that uh, uh, milk stout. And so I'd yeah. been just drinking on it all in the evening. And so like I was yeah. tired from like that, too. But anyway, at three in the morning, I was like, hard day be- of drinking. <laughs> no, no. I mean, Growler's what? Four beers yeah. over a day. Like, it, it yeah. wasn't a lot. It's just enough to make me sleepy. Sleepy. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, but 
Yeah, he freaking like so I start this this movie and he's just like sitting there for so much of it. But the part that I lost my shit laughing hard at was whenever he's sitting there talking to his brother on the park bench. He calls his brother at like two in the morning and he's like That's like way at the end. Yeah, it's way toward the end. But then he's like, The government wants me to go get him and he's like, It's the Bigfoot. <laughs> but he's being so serious and <laughs> It's so good. Just hearing Sam, Sam Elliott being like, it's the Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> like, all serious. This, this movie, like, it, it's so deadpan. And yeah, like, but I don't think it was meant to be funny. Do you? I think, I, I don't know. I don't think it was. But the fact that they treated such a stupid premise yeah. with such, like, meticulous care <laughs> made me laugh like like it, it was great um just like it, okay if it didn't have the scenes where he was killing bigfoot okay because i mean the killing hitler stuff is actually fairly believable yeah okay if it didn't have the hey the government needs you to kill the bigfoot and i love how they keep saying the bigfoot like the uh-huh. bigfoot every time yeah if it didn't have that, this movie would have just been a straight up like Valkyrie drama. Type. Yeah, Valkyrie <laughs> it's, it's like the Notebook mixed with Valkyrie. <laughs> it was. I just pictured him at the end, like holding Sasquatch in the rain, like kissing him. <laughs> Okay, now I will go ahead and say, so most of this film, you feel like you've been lied to. You know, I did. I was like, <laughs> well, I was just like, oh, come on, man. Like, let's bring it into some schlocky territory. Yeah. Something, let's- I, I expected it to go like Hobo with a shotgun style. I did, and I didn't. I don't know. It just was too almost like, like an I, artsy. Yeah, I thought it was going to go ultra violent. When it does for just a few seconds, because it doesn't last very long on the full violence. Yeah. That also made me laugh so hard. How hard Bigfoot came at him, just beating the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> not only okay, that, okay, not okay. only that, okay. What he does before Bigfoot comes at him, like when he's like, I ain't gonna let them have you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what happens during that? Oh my god, I laughed so hard. Even before he came at him, that that that's, that, that was happening. Yeah, like, that, that's what he was gonna do. And like, I ain't gonna let him have you, old man. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Elliott in this is amazing. <laughs> like, like, like it, they picked the perfect actor to do this. Yeah, right. Definitely. And and I love the fact that he said yes to it. Yeah, you know well, what else was he? <laughs> Sam Elliott, whatever yeah. he wants. <laughs> sort of, he's always a bit bit player in whatever he wants. I think he, he was so good in Parks and Rec. Yeah, he was good, but he was like a hippie. Yeah, he was like the anti Ron Swanson. Yeah. But uh, okay, so uh, r- real quick, at the beginning, there was one part that I thought was going to set the tone for it that it didn't really because like. Like we said, this movie is damn serious, okay? <laughs> and there's a scene where um, he go, he's he's infiltrated the Nazis. Like, uh-huh. he's basically a spy, right? And this is at the very beginning. It's him, like, getting past um, Nazi security. 
right? Are you talking to about the, the signature book? Oh, no. What, what about the signature book? It, it, his initials were USA, but oh, I, yeah, I think yeah. it was like Uncle Sam A. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and when he looks at his watch to see what time it was. Yes. That, the hands on the watch were a swastika. Was it the hands? I thought it was just spinning in the middle because I was like, how would you yeah, tell time? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was just a swastika. It wasn't even hands. Yeah, there was no. It was just. It was just a spinning swastika <laughs> in the face of a watch. And like, I was like, okay, so it's going to be this kind of movie, you know, where it, it's like, um, like a turbo kid type movie. Yeah. Or, or like, um, what was the Kung Fury, you know, where it's like everyone in the universe is like the universe of the movie is playing it so straight, but it's a, it's got, it's a comedy, yeah. you know, I was like, okay, that's what we're in for. And then it really didn't do anything like that ever again. <laughs> no, no, that was a one-off. <laughs> yeah, and I was like so excited, and and like the music there at that scene did it too, because yeah. it had like it was so like hardcore heavy, and then whenever he was walking, it did like like a mockery of a German march, like it was like dun 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 bump 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 dun 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 dun. was like. I was like, is it really going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like everything seemed comedic. And then it wasn't no, anymore. No, it was a boring character study <laughs> of lost loves and regrets and being a hero, but feeling like you're not. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was it was, was kind of dark on that aspect. It's yeah. like living a life of regret. Let's talk about <laughs> something real quick, though. Yeah, go for it. And this is spoilers. Yeah, but let's do it. It's spoilers, but I mean, you know from the beginning that he killed Hitler, right? Because it's in the title. Uh, it's like the, the, the yeah, literally the title of this movie spoils everything that happens in it. Yeah, except for like the Notebook style, yeah, <laughs> uh, love story. But anyway, no, the entire movie he's like sad at himself for killing a man, but he killed Hitler. <laughs> you I know don't think I'm, that was the only man he killed. And that's the only one he ever talked about. Well, yeah. He's like, like, they made a killer you, out of me. If you killed Hitler and then some other random guy, <laughs> which one, are, which you one are you going to talk about? I guess. But either way, like, I don't care. Like, I wouldn't regret killing Hitler. <laughs> well, I think part of it was the speech at the end that he get, or the speech that he gives to the guy from Office Space about it. Office Space. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that really lays the foundation for why he feels the way he does. Where he's like, by that Don't, time, it that was... that's like the only thing that's not <laughs> <laughs> that's not spoiled. Yeah, okay, I guess. I, but either way, I was like, really? I would like to talk about that. Sam Elliott is seventy four years old. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he was born in nineteen forty four, which, if you're keeping track, is basically when Hitler died. <laughs> yeah and so that means his character in this movie assuming it was present day it wasn't it was in the 70s it was was it yeah it's supposed to be okay That's why all that the cars were 70s i just thought he had an old car yeah i did that was me first. that was like the only car it showed no it showed it showed quite a few more that's why i was like oh okay plus think <laughs> and he didn't have a cell phone yeah <laughs> Okay, that makes more sense. I was going to say, if if we're supposed to believe that this guy is 94 years old and he's the government's, like... <laughs> only go-to. Only hope to kill the Bigfoot. 
Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. I must have missed that. Yeah, I think it even may have said it in toward the beginning. Hmm. But I don't know. But yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, so so let's 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 backtrack though. Sam Elliott's still kicking ass for 74 years old. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, he's the only reason that there could have been a movie named this that was schlockier and probably would have delivered more of what I hoped this one would have. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't starring Sam Elliott, but I wouldn't have watched it. <laughs> you know, Sam Elliott's the reason he's what's putting butts in seats on this particular movie. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, did it deliver what I wanted? No. Did I really like it? No, not really. <laughs> what would I rate it? A two out of five. I see. Okay. I I feel the same way. Okay. Like but a two. it is not exact. It is not at all what I was expecting or what I hoped it would be. Okay. Like I wanted more Bigfoot killing action. I wanted more him infiltrating the Nazis. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't at all what I hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I like it? Actually, yeah. Um, I mean, because it was still a incredibly like for what it was, well made film. Like it was pretty looking, like the acting was good, but I'm gonna go three. Yeah. To me, you know, it wasn't it was oh it was because I guess because I had my hopes up so hard, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's still a little bit above average Well, to me. And the performances were great. Yeah. But it just it wasn't, it, it didn't do it for me on any level. Like, but oh God, there was that, some funny that stuff. That Bigfoot fight scene, though. <laughs> he just beat the dog shit out of Sam <laughs> Elliott. Oh, <laughs> Rip. Uh, yeah. yeah all right well Uh, i guess we're done yep (laughs) we will see you in probably two weeks yeah hopefully hopefully a couple weeks all right Uh, we're out (laughs) the podcast you just heard is part of the b and e network brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com 